drop because that's the drop of life. Universal energy packs. <laughs> good day and good evening, wherever you may be. I'm Safaria, and welcome to State of the Universe, where no topic is too great or too small. Let's begin the show. Welcome, everyone. Today, I'd like to discuss a highly sanitized book called uh, The Adam and Eve Story by Chan Thomas. It was first published in 1966, but was immediately confiscated by the CIA, which is exactly why I want to talk about it. So much... Not much is known about Mr. Thomas, although I did find a picture and a very brief description. Uh, Chan Thomas was described as having a tremendous, innovative mind, a total out-of-the-box thinker, and a psychic. I find it interesting that a science magazine would add psychic to his very short uh, bio, if that's what you can call it. Uh, So due to the Freedom of Information Act... The Adam and Eve story was allowed to surface again June 2013, but it actually wasn't officially released until 2016. And what makes it a bit suspicious, and why I'm even more interested, is that the released version is heavily, heavily sanitised. There are missing pages, and each page clearly states on the bottom... But it is heavily sanitised. It's all mysterious and no explanation is given as to why they choose to omit more than half the book. It was over 200 pages originally and that's reduced to 57 pages. Yeah, and nothing to see here, folks. Move along. So Chan Thomas himself did release an updated version of the book in 1993, which you can still purchase online, but it's still diluted and doesn't impart any new information, in my opinion. Look, I believe that one of the reasons that it is heavily sanitised is because it does alert us to the fact that global cataclysms are cyclic and there's plenty of evidence to suggest we are nearing a pulse shift. It would certainly alarm people if tomorrow the front page news headline was prepare for a pole reversal people. Crustal displacement. I do talk a little bit about this in season one when I review a book about Atlantis. Uh, so that it might be worth uh, reviewing that podcast. So strap yourself in for a crazy ride. And by the way, if you live near a coastline, you should relocate immediately. Perhaps um, live in a cave way up in the mountains somewhere. I don't know. I don't know, guys. So where can you get a copy of this? I call it a booklet because it was a book that's now just not even half the amount of pages. So... Yeah, I just don't feel like it deserves a, the title of book, um, being that really it's an excerpt. But you can get the uh, PDF online. Just search for the Adam and Eve Story PDF or go to the CIA declassified website. Search for it there. And um, while you're there, have a look at other 
interesting documents. So an interesting thing to note when you open the document is the first few pages have articles from an entertainment magazine. Now I'm talking about the CIA declassified version when you open it up. While I can't find an obvious link to it, it's very odd. I mean, it doesn't mean there isn't a link. I doubt they would shove random pages in front of this document for the fun of it. Or maybe they would. Maybe it's just so lazy people might open it up and think, oh, this is the wrong document and close it off and and not continue to read through the pages. Oh, this is a mistake. I won't bother just flipping through to the rest of the content. It could be a reason. Uh, But if anyone at any time would like to have a read through those entertainment pages and, and if you find some rhyme or reason for the articles, send me an email with your theory. Safaria at protonmail.com. I'd be happy to dive deeper. Um, at this point, I'm more concerned about the actual content, though. We only have a skeleton version to reference, but it still tells us relevant information. And today I'd like to explore some specific elements and concepts discussed in the book. So the book is split into six parts, and the first part is the part that discusses what will happen in the Earth's next cataclysm, which will essentially set man back into the Ice Ages, apparently. There are some interesting patterns that Thomas discusses. So essentially the book, as I said, explores the crustal displacement theory. Historically, cataclysms have repeatedly occurred. It's cyclic. And we are due for another one, folks. So this is essentially what seems to be hidden information. Because if we all knew that we were headed into another cataclysm, the world would be immediately a bit more chaotic. Imagine what you'd do differently if you knew the Earth was just about to go through another cleansing. I'm not saying this is due tomorrow or next week, but the evidence suggests we are due for another one soon. How soon is now? That is the ultimate question. The book says the next cataclysm, like Noah, 6,500 years ago, like Adam and Eve, 11,500 years ago, will come to pass. So we're all just part of the history. We're riding these waves. Noah, Adam and Eve, Osiris, Zeus, and Vishnu have much deeper meanings. And as they join hands and walk with us, We hear Adam and Eve say, listen, for now we can truly share our story with you. So what is this story? Well, when you flip the page, that page is missing. So that's all, folks. When describing the pole shift, this story says, in a quarter to half a day, the poles move almost to the equator. And all hell lets loose. And at the equator, the speed is 1,000 miles an hour. So while the shell shifts with the poles going toward the equator, the winds and oceans go eastward, blowing across the face of the earth with supersonic speeds inundating continents with water miles deep. 
Is that why Noah built his ark? Anyone building an ark at the moment, by the way? I might be able to hitch a ride on. Uh, many scientists consider crustal displacement theory pseudoscience. And there is another book written around the same time by Charles Hapgood called Earth's Shifting Crust. And Albert Einstein actually wrote the foreword to this book. So obviously Einstein gave some merit to this theory. So Thomas claims that when talking about the, the power of the Earth, we found that nature's power plant is a motor generator system existing in many different magnitudes. It's a basic structure of the universe. The energy structure of an atom is identical to a rotating planet, to a blue-white star, to a galaxy, to a supergalaxy, to all levels of supergalaxies, including a universe and even more. Why are we so overdue for a pole shift? Thomas's book states that because pole shifts, because when the, some pole shifts occur, they flip 90 degrees and then flip right back to its original location within a six-day period, therefore leaving no evidence of a shift ever occurring. So we actually did have one 6,500 years ago, but due to the, it flipping back, that's why we can't find any evidence. This could be the reason, because Hapgood's book does not describe this theory, okay? So this is the difference between Thomas and Hapgood's theories, right? And that could be why Thomas's book became classified. Could this be the cause of Atlantis sinking as well? When Plato said, in a single day and night of misfortune, the island of Atlantis disappeared into the depths of the sea. So here are some key findings that Thomas states in his book that to support his case. It gives these, this is evidence for the pole shifts. So... The Beriskova mammoth. What about the mammoths frozen in mud with buttercups in their mouth and they were still digesting? How can something be flash frozen so fast? Uh, the existence of a coral reef on the floor of the Arctic Ocean. The correlation of ice ages and quick extinctions all over the world. The survival of primitive life at equatorial pivot points, the last two being the Malay Peninsula and the Galapagos now rife with lizards, the Piri Reefs map showing the North Pole in the Sudan basement, granite on the top of the mountains around Death Valley in California, the great stratifications of the Grand Canyon, painted desert and badlands, each layer homogenous, showing it to be deposited there suddenly by fantastic amounts of water, the present growth of the Antarctic ice cap, about 6,500 years. The sudden end of the Laurentian base ice cap in Canada, around 11,500 years ago. The age of the gorges below Niagara Falls, about 6,500 years ago. 
The sudden 200-foot rise of oceans all over the world six to 7,000 years ago. The sudden rise of the St. Lawrence Riverbed 6,500 years ago. The Perjac March Marsh in Australia, which shows a quick extinction of a civilization 11,500 years ago. So unfortunately, we may never see the missing pages and we may never find out the missing pieces of the puzzle, but whether you want to accept it or not, we have significant information hidden from us and we don't know the entire truth. Things are not what you think they are. Purely for the fact that we've had information hidden from us. Now, why would this happen? Why would you hide things? So, now linking this back to what is hap literally happening now, October 2020. So there are scientists claiming that we are headed into a pole shift and there's someone that I have been following. Um, they've got a very small YouTube, but I really recommend that you follow them because they've been documenting it for a while now. I've been watching his stuff for, for about a year. So it's Maverick Star Reloaded. I'll post a link down below. He literally, he posted a very interesting video a few days ago and it's called Alert, It's Time to Act, Pole Shift Grand Solar Min Minimum Climate Change. It's a very independent observatory. So, you know, if you can, I would definitely recommend um, donating to his site because I think it's a significant project that needs to be supported. Uh, there's another website, YouTube as well, which I've been paying attention to lately, and he's documenting all the quakes. I don't think he's a scientist, but he's using really interesting software that's able to clearly show you where all the quakes are happening around the Earth, and he does a good job of documenting it. Dutch Sense, I'll put a link down below to that. His last post, Huge Discovery, Earthquake striking next to high voltage power lines across the whole of the USA. And he is very USA focused, but he does um, he does talk about the entire Earth. And also, this year the Earth has been showered with asteroids a huge amount. Now, that's a topic for another time, but it's something that is also worth exploring because you can't ignore that. There, there are... There are a few theories flying around that we are, we did have a Comet Atlas earlier this year, but uh, that we're due for another one at the moment, and another very large one, of course, we get hit by asteroids all the time, that's not unusual. Um, what's unusual is the fact that we don't seem to be documenting them as strongly this year as we have previously. I'm not a doomsday reporter. It's really interesting to understand, you know, what is happening around the globe. It doesn't mean that things are going to go crazy. It doesn't mean that they are not. I'm not a doomsday reporter, but one thing's certain. The earth is rumbling and tumbling more than usual at the moment. My advice is you should always be prepared for an emergency anyway. Because if we did have a geomagnetic pole shift or any catastrophe today, the entire power grid will go down. Now think about what would happen to you if, if the power grid went down, okay? Your cars are not going to be able to work. You can't get into supermarkets. You won't have electricity. You won't be able to cook. You won't have water. So much is reliant on it. We have way too reliant on these power grids. 
you know, even if you just get a few candles, emergency radio, gas stove, water, some boxes of emergency food, it's just basic requirement. But that certainly won't protect you from the solar flares and wild ocean currents and radiation that might come with something in a catastrophe. But if it's something small, at least you could be prepared for a couple of weeks. Just think about it like organising a camping trip. What are the essentials you might need? What if you had to go into an underground bunker tomorrow? Where, do you know where one is? Do you know what to do? Be aware and a little prepared is not being paranoid. It's common sense. Even some extra cans of beans and some rice is better than nothing at all. And if anything, it might make you feel more at ease. So I'll finish on um, a positive note. The book discusses so many significant concepts that I could make dozens of podcasts on this, but, you know, ultimately what I've told you today is the main takeaway and the most relevant thing for what is occurring now. So I've just focused on the most relevant. It ends by referencing some other books that you can read, but there's one significant quote which I will leave you to ponder. A little bit of knowledge can be a dangerous thing or it can be a vibrant seed giving rise to verdant forests and awakening sleeping giants. Thank you for listening.